And now the podcast about a group of friends who had never seen Arrested Development and the one podcaster who had no choice but to get them all together. This is Frozen Bananas and Ketchup. Greetings and welcome to the season one finale of Frozen Bananas and Ketchup. In this episode, we will be discussing the season one finale of Arrested Development. But before we do that, let's uh, introduce the cast. So as always, I'm your host, John. And joining me are my pretty good co-hosts. We got Peter, Charlie, (laughs) and Gio. Gentlemen, welcome back. Hello. Anyang. Greetings and salutations. So this week we are talking about the episode Let Him Eat Cake. And in this episode, Michael discovers the secret behind his father's financial woes. And George Sr. has a heart attack in prison and makes his escape from the hospital. That's kind of some spoilers in that uh, description there. Huge spoilers. But let's uh, let's jump right on in and see what everybody thought of this episode. Let's start with Peter. Peter, what did you think? I thought it was pretty good. Again, not one of the strongest episodes, but still overall entertaining. All right. And Charlie, what did you think of this episode? I thought it was pretty good. Um... You know, it felt like a good way to wrap up season one, but, you know, we definitely had funnier episodes, that's for sure. That is fair. And Giovanni, what say you? It was a good episode. It was funnier than the last episode, I think. Slightly funnier. And I can't wait to see what comes up next in season two. We're getting there. We are getting there, my friend. But first, I want to hear from Charlie. Charlie, what's a topic you brought for us? This episode did have a lot of good, like, quotes. And I think one of my favorites was actually from Maybe, when George Michael meets that girl. I don't even think we get a name. Did we get a name? No, they didn't say her name. Okay, well, he meets this girl at the banana stand who has the blankest look on her face. (laughs) And Maybe's explaining to Michael that, you know, he left to go see her. And she's like, she barely has a face. You couldn't pick her out of, of a lineup of one. I think that made me laugh for a solid like minute. So yeah, that's probably one of the best lines that maybe yeah. he said. It's harsh, but she's not wrong. <laughs> I don't think they specifically knew, but I think I think maybe did say Annie McNoface, and I believe her the character is named <laughs> Anne, right? But she she called she 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 called her Annie McNoface, which yeah. leads to yeah. goes into what um Charlie was saying. That was that was I thought that was a pretty funny quote as well. She was she was getting jealous. Just right. so harsh, so harsh with it. But yeah, well, George Michael's finally pining for someone who's not related to him or his teacher. I just think it's also funny how like maybe ended up getting jealous and (laughs) like flipped it and turned into like trying to get George Michael to notice her like oh what if I kiss Anyang maybe (laughs) maybe he'll notice me and he was just like nope nope and now it's just another uncle for George Michael to complete with (laughs) yeah they did show when they showed the girl at the banana stand zero personality <laughs> just <None>. like, okay <laughs> she was very interested in how the food was made she was making moves inviting george michael over so that worked for him where do they go on for their date again where do they go to her house her house to watch to watch the news <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> george michael is gonna be interviewed 
Oh, which yeah. ended up getting cut. George Michael thought he was going to be quoted. They skipped it. Yeah, his quote, you know, thanks to this diet craze, the last time we had customers, the banana stand was still green. Never made it to the news. <laughs> no, John Beard cut him. I like green bananas. Platano frito. It's good for you. Peter, what's the topic you wanted to discuss? So, I guess... Going off of that new diet craze, specifically Atkins diet, which suddenly everyone apparently was on, which led into, I guess, the title of the episode with the meat cake, which is like a translation of a French phrase. When like a princess was told that the peasants had no bread, they she's like, let them eat cake commonly attributed to Mary Antoinette, but she probably did not ever say it. It was just kind of associated to her, but in reality, the historians don't think she actually said it but i thought that was interesting that like literally all of a sudden everyone is on this diet which is was a fad at the time i think yeah so i thought it was strange that like now everyone is all of a sudden on the acting site and there was like several comments about the lack of carbohydrates carbs was like affecting everybody i think george senior had a couple of comments um related to that like saying like that everyone like needs bread or whatever and people aren't thinking straight and um i think anyang also had a funny quote two busters says no mother said no carbohydrate for you if you're gonna get a girlfriend that's not an old lady <laughs> that was interesting that was gonna be my quote too bad <laughs> damn it i'm gonna have to find something else was the atkins diet really big during that time it was pretty big it was a fad for a while i'm not 100 percent sure if the dates truly line up but it was a pretty big fad for a good period of time because it felt just like sprung like they didn't mention anything before it right it was just like all of a sudden everyone was on it yeah it's just like a one episode yeah thing. that's okay it's like yeah i mean all of a sudden people he's like i think george Sears is like you're not thinking correctly none of us are we need bread and then he's like I'm going to get a uh, lethal injection because my son won't eat a potato. <laughs> yeah, and I thought it was hilarious that when when George Sr. was at the hospital taking out of his IV, and he's like, I don't know why he's taking out of his IV out of his arm. And he's like, uh, it only, it's only glucose. He's like, we're trying to get away from sugar. <laughs> and then when he was in the hospital, Lucille was like, what kind of diet is it? It's too much meat. I want you all off this immediately, except for you. She as she like looks at Lindsay. <laughs> oh <laughs> man, that was hilarious. Poor Lindsay. Horrible mother. Horrible mother. Like yeah, for for a few seconds, you think she's being a good mother, then she flips it right back. She even has Onyoung doing her dirty business, like dirty whatever it's called, dirty. When she, when he talked about the you can't eat carbohydrates, the buster. Instead of her saying that, it's Onyoung saying it. <laughs> Doing her dirty business to Buster. That's... Yeah, I don't know what it's called. Fuck. Dirty work. Dirty work. That's what it's called. Dirty work. But yeah, no, like just her attitude towards Buster has transferred to him. And there's definitely a, a little sibling rivalry going on there. Uh, let's see. I think, Gio, actually, you're next. So did you have any quotes or discussion points for us? When uh, Lindsay had the job called the mommy, what will I look like? And the old man came up in the photo. I was like, what the hell? That guy looks creepy as a motherfucker. <laughs> when he <laughs> when they showed the picture that came out of the printer and no one talked about bees yet bees 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 no beads buzz <laughs> let's see who brings in some more honey he's thinking about bees again 
Yeah, I thought that was pretty, they clarified specifically beads, and then Joe just went off with the bees, and just like, it was a continuous thread throughout the episode, him and his yeah. bees. Who would want a bee as a gift? That's what Lucille said. <laughs> I thought that was funny, too. And then he gets tackled by the prison security. Because he brought bees into the jail, yeah. They don't allow bees in here. <laughs> So we haven't talked about the man inside me yet. No. Tobias's book, just to be clear. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, what did everybody think about Tobias suddenly uh, running into some money? It's huge in the gay community. (laughs) It's just a self-help book. What do you mean? Did anybody notice that uh, Barry's secretary was one of the people at Tobias's book reading? I did not. (laughs) I did not notice that, no. And Tobias changed the pronouns. And when he was doing a book reading, it's like for the for the ease of the readers, I'm going to change all the gender related pronouns, he and she, to the masculine he, just feeding into the audience, even referring to Lindsay, who was the um, the book was dedicated to as he his rock. Yeah, I was surprised that like when Lindsay showed up and he's like, oh, Lindsay, that nobody turned around. It was just like, oh, wait, this is Lindsay. Like I was expecting somebody to like question it for a minute. True. Yeah, nobody did. Yeah, they, they were all just celebrating, enjoying themselves. The book is going to sell a billion copies. Did anybody see what like the fake Amazon had like underneath it for like what customers also bought? No. So like when Ron Howard's talking about the man inside me, like it says customers also bought families with low self-esteem by Tobias Funke. Aged Wisdom by George Bluth, The Low-Carb Gay Bisexual Transgender Diet by B.J. Zuckercorn. <laughs> B.J. Zuckercorn? <laughs> Was Barry moonlighting as an author? It seems like it. Uh, I don't know too many other B. Zuckercorns, so who knows? Who knows? But yes, Tobias was definitely as oblivious as Lindsay thought at the beginning of the episode. Let's see. Charlie, did you have any other discussion points? I did like the footage not found gag that was going on a couple times. (laughs) We had a lot of great times together, you know. Footage not found. (laughs) George Sr. said he was going to give me the company footage not found. (laughs) But I also really liked uh, all the freakouts that Job was having about being like the oldest and thinking he had to like take on all these like responsibilities that nobody was asking him to do but yeah, like he refused the polygraph test that no one wanted him to take <laughs> yeah but he's like i'm the oldest the matriarch if you will <laughs> <laughs> job not understanding what matriarch means right and, but then michael's like i will and then i'm like you will what he doesn't even know what matriarch is <laughs> and that was michael's response he's like if you i'm the matriarch if you will and he's like i will i'm like oh, what i was very confused <laughs> and then yeah and then like you know in the the jail he's just like yeah you know i guess i'll just fuck kitty and there's like what's wrong <laughs> with you no one brought that up <laughs> i thought it was it was funny too like charlie mentioned when Job was like he had enough when he came in he had his big monologue he's like it's the end of the line i'm the firstborn Sick of playing second fiddle, always third in line for everything, tired of finishing fourth, being the fifth wheel. There are six things that I'm mad about. Like he just kept on slowly <laughs> dropping down the, the the peg of uh, seniority with each passing statement. That was funny. And then Michael just like laid into him pretty quick, and Job didn't really have a response. <laughs> he's like, "You want all this shit? You can have it." And he's like, mm. What kind of vacations does it pay? I just felt like he wanted to be the most important all the time. He does, but then he quickly, he quickly like abandons it. Like he, he wants 
in theory, but then as soon as he starts thinking about it, he's like, oh no, that is not anything that I want anything to do with. Yeah, he wants the perceived prestige that comes with it, but not to do the actual work. Geo, did you have any more topics? I wanted to bring up how Barry, the lawyer, he was like, when he was talking to Michael, I believe, he's like, don't get too close to me. I got an itch you can't believe. I think it's something laid eggs on me. This was just after he kissed Michael. Yeah, and he was like touching Michael and yeah, stuff. Yeah, literally over. after he greeted Michael with a kiss on the cheek. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What the fuck? Michael's like, oh, thanks for telling me. And then, and then they showed they showed that he got poison sumac later on, and they showed that where he got it from at a rest stop. I was like, I wonder what he was doing in that rest stop. <laughs> He's like, oh, I got Lakers tickets, which was awesome. yeah, Lakers tickets, and all of a sudden it was a shot, a picture of the rest area at night. <laughs> Alluding to he was he was doing inappropriate things at rest stops. He's a lonely guy. That or, footage was yeah, found. That footage was found. Stops. It wasn't no footage found on that one. Yes. <laughs> so that's that's a fu- another fun example of like the documentary film style, like telling jokes and definitely being used to great effect there. What did everybody think about the very literal doctor? Oh, he's a pain in the ass. <laughs> he has no bedside manner. <laughs> None. We lost him. Well, he he was telling the <laughs> truth. He's like, we lost him. He got away from us. And then he's like, we asked if they can go go in. And he's like, if you want, not much to see. And they're like, maybe not you, but for us. They, this is a big emotional scene. And then you realize, no, he was just a very literal man. Because they thought. He was telling them that their dad died, but he was just telling them that he left. <laughs> I didn't realize we were calling him Big Bear. We never had the chance. That <laughs> <laughs> uh, joke's all sad, and he's like, oh, don't worry. He's going to be around for another 30 years. Your your bee business might not. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, should have been here. <laughs> you should have been here. That's what I just said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was another funny editing thing where he like they actually showed the footage of him saying it. <laughs> Peter, did you have any other topics? We had the return of Saddam Hussein yes. referenced in this episode when we found out that George Sr. was building houses overseas that he had hidden from the U.S. government, specifically for Saddam Hussein. That was a nice callback. Lucille had a good feeling about him. Yeah. It was just light treason. It was no big deal. It's just <laughs> light treason. Yeah, and I did like all the gags of the house being shoddily built. That's what I was going to bring up. Yeah, shoddily built. Yeah, everything was falling apart in that house. Yeah, like at the beginning, the uh, that post falls down, and then that happens again later in the video. And then I like right after that, you think it's going to happen again at Michael's house, and then just the glasses under it all break. The TV border comes off. Yeah, when he presses the remote, the whole TV yeah. water falls off and the <laughs> speaker falls down. Nothing works in this house. And when they show the video of the Saddam Hussein house, uh, the post fell off the yeah. off that house too. Right. That's all. Like, like doesn't this house look eerily familiar? And I, I like when uh, Tobias and Lindsay are just trying to smash up the kitchen to test the durability yeah. of everything. <laughs> I'm turning the shower on. Let me know if it's loud in the kitchen. <laughs> and that was a point where Lindsay was originally like on the outs and was about ready to end the relationship but all of a sudden she went when he got the money from his book they were gonna like buy a house together or whatever and I'm like oh she's easily swayed in that relationship yes she is though she uh, eventually tells him that um she doesn't think the relationship is going to work and he was like oh we had good times and then no footage found of them actually 
having good times. There's a part where Joe was talking to Kitty, and he's like, this is something I've never, I've never noticed before. Have they always been that big? <laughs> and I and I, reali- I realized, did, did her tits get bigger? <laughs> they are bigger. Are you serious? They're are you bigger. Serious, they got, Gio? They got bigger. Gio, yeah, they are got you bigger. serious? <laughs> got best in place, right? Yes, for the main plot point. For like uh, the oh, yeah, I forgot. Gio, you had a quote about George Senior paying Jesus. for them. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> Remember, she was flashing her new boobs to everybody. It was like, oh, this yeah, whole... yeah, 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 yeah. You could yeah, say yeah. goodbye the to these. Oh, God. <laughs> forget, forget what I just said. Take that out of the, the nope, pod. No, Tape don't no, lie. Please, Tape don't, don't lie. Leave it in there. And then when Michael uh, starts talking to her, he's like, oh, I guess I, I'll see those again. Can we have one conversation that isn't about my breasts? <laughs> my rack. <laughs> rack, yes. <laughs> Thank you for bringing the comedy, Geo. <laughs> You're welcome. Oh my god! Sometimes I forget things. I'm forgetful. That's all right. It's 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 okay. That's what we're here for. We're here to keep you honest, Gio. Thank you. I like how like you know she was trying to essentially blackmail Michael into giving the company to her, and you know Michael's just like, oh, he just owes back taxes. I'll just pay those off. And she turns around like, that's what I was gonna do. If I was you know owner <laughs> of the company. Like she's like Jesus. Oh my god. These people are ridiculous. <laughs> oh, speaking of uh, when Job refused the polygraph test, do you remember his line for why he didn't want to do it? Is what if they ask about a magic trick? I can't risk it. <laughs> He's pretty good at already revealing magic tricks, so I don't think the polygraph would have changed anything. <laughs> Not that anybody would have ever asked that. Oh, that's the first thing they would have asked. Well, how do you cut the body in half? How do the doves fly out of your hat there? <laughs> I liked how, I know I kind of brought it up before, but at the very end, how Anyang did the same exact thing that George Michael did when he first fell for maybe. And he was just like, maybe we should kiss again to <laughs> prove a point or something. Like That, I freak- that was a good I, bookend. Yeah. Exactly. I, yeah. Mirroring something that happened at the beginning, similar to the fact that Michael again was also done with the family, like he was done with the family, like in the, the first episode. And then at the end, yeah. the end of the episode, he's like, I'm done with the family again. Like, pack your bags. And both times, George Michael kind of brings him back. George Michael had a nice little sentimental moment. He's like, I like the family. I mean, if we leave, who's going to take care of these people? And Michael's like, I don't know, the state or the police. Maybe the Magician's Alliance will pick up some slack. <laughs> Did anybody have any fun quotes? They not over yet, fatty. <laughs> yeah, I liked how um, we showed that Lindsay doesn't have the business mind that thinks when she was starting the beads business. Because um, when Michael told her, she's like, I'll help you out, but you'll have to work. And she's like, great, before you know it, I'll be in the red and you can take that to the bank because being in the red with the bank is not a good thing for a business. <laughs> and Michael's response was, not if they contact me first. <laughs> or something like that. Yeah, I think he's like, I think they'll contact me first. Yeah. 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 I liked when George Sheena was like, great, I'm going to get a lethal injection because my son will need a potato. He did say that. <laughs> As did we. Did, that get, did someone bring that up already? Yeah. Yeah. When? Earlier oh on. Oh, my God. It's all right. We're uh, talking about the Atkins quotes. Yeah. It's okay. Oh, Peter okay. brought up the footage not found thing with Tobias a second time also. So we'll give you a pass this time, Gio. Okay. 
Good. Uh, let's see. I like when Job like mentions nothing works in this house. Then Michael says, "Tell me about it." Lindsay says, "Is that a shot at me?" Job yeah. says, "Probably." <laughs> I liked it how they left a, like a cliffhanger with George Senior escaping, and with the reference in like the post episode things, like noting that Kitty helped him escape. Again, no footage found for that, but kind of it's a good lead into what's going to happen next season. Yes, it is. And also, yeah, we didn't really mention his escape, how he like faked his heart attack by using um, some kind of adrenaline or something. And then also he stole the wig that uh, Young was using. And then uh, Oscar showed up and they were very confused, but he, he loves this country. Oh, the needle was going nuts. <laughs> so much so that he's escaping the country <laughs> exactly exactly so i think it's time for our frozen bananas so this is where we rate the episode one to ten and let's jump right on in geo what do you got for us i rated a 7.3 right 7.3 frozen bananas from geo how about charlie what do we got i got an eight all right eight frozen bananas from charlie and peter how about you i rated this one a seven all right Seven from Peter, and I will also give this one an eight. I think it was pretty good. Uh, had some some fun moments in it, and some good stuff that will be definitely referenced later. And like Peter said, some good book ending and uh, mirroring for the pilot episode. So that concludes season one of the show. So next week we will be back with a bonus episode, and then afterwards we will begin season two. All right, so this has been a fun season, and I look forward to continuing this show with my co-hosts. So let's continue, and uh, I look forward to seeing everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Onion. Welcome back. Greetings and salutations. Gio, you sound like you moved far away from the microphone. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, does, does that sound better? Does that, is, does that sound better? Yes. yes. <laughs> Greetings and salutations. I always have mic issues. I always have mic issues. I'm like, Gio being fancy. Yeah, Gio has mic issues. He, and he has Mike Snow issues too. All right. <laughs> Mike <laughs> Snow. Yes, for those who don't know, at one point, Gio thought David Cross's name was Mike Snow. <laughs> they're pretty close they're pretty that close. name popped up in my head when i thought of his face <laughs> he looks like he a looks, mike snow apparently. he looks like a mike snow all right well uh thank you geo all right you're welcome